0: tea time with Tatiana your favorite time of the week and your girl is excited it's season two y'all you know what I realized I realized when I listened to the first two episodes of season two that I didn't even get a chance to ease y'all in listen I had time and I just wanted to give y'all something at the beginning of this quarantine when corona was around in the beginning I said you know what everybody's about to be home let me give them something to listen to so I grabbed my dad I did those two episodes and that was that on that but listen here's my time to welcome you to season two it is episode three of season two of tea time with tatiana your girl had plans for season two yes your girl had plans for season two but then little miss corona wanted to come around and quarantine everybody so all the people that i wanted to interview all the things that i had planned Listen, it just may be season three. I mean, yeah, season three, season four, because I mean, that, I can't meet with nobody. I can't interview nobody. Maybe I'll do some type of phone interview or something like that. The quality might not be the best, but it'll still be the content that you guys are looking for so maybe i'll set something like that up or season two would just be a whole lot of me and maybe i'll bring my dad back um i'm so glad that you enjoyed the girl dad episode so glad that you enjoyed the eve effect he was so excited to get the feedback from both of those episodes I will make sure to have him back on the show to answer some of your questions. Some people were DMing me about some of the stuff he was saying, some of the stuff that I posted, and I was just like, woo this is getting a whole lot of attention, but I understand. I understand some of it was very sticky and controversial and very taboo, um, and I love stuff like this. This is what Tea Time is for. It's an open opportunity to speak about what you need to speak about, and my dad is one of those people. Okay? He don't, he don't bite his tongue for nobody. So maybe I'll bring him back to answer some questions. Maybe we'll go live. I don't know. We got time and we can't go nowhere. So <laughs> maybe that'll be it. But it's season two. If you look at the title of this episode, you already know what I'm talking about. But it's a little different than what you think. Um, but before we get into the topic, I need y'all to check in with me on Facebook, Instagram. Let me know how you're holding up because listen, friend. Let me tell y'all something. If the word "struggle bus" was in the dish uh, in the dictionary, there's probably a picture of me right under it, like right under it, right next to it. Because your girl, listen, my braids are probably about a month and some change old. Um, I need a pedicure like real bad. My car needs to be detailed. I mean, from the inside out. Um, I have no nails on. I officially popped them off. Um, and I think the only thing that I'm really concerned about though, like hair, nails, toes, like I can like buff them up, you know, make them look cute. I can do my own hair. Here's the thing that I don't trust nobody with these eyebrows, who is going to do these eyebrows? There's only but so much contour that you can do with these eyebrows. And I have reached a point where I can't contour them no more. I've reached a point to where concealer it's just not enough like it's just not enough at this point they're just gonna be bushy eyed eyebrows and I can't so that's the only thing that I'm really concerned about every time I look in the mirror I'm like oh help me Jesus like these and I don't trust nobody but two people I get my eyebrows threaded I don't get them waxed anymore because they irritate my skin and they make my eyebrows real thin because you know I get them threaded and there's only two people in that shop that I trust and all I want to do is just sit in front of the shop hoping that they come in and check the mail check check something and can you just take me in just me like me I'm the only person here waiting you can just slide me in the back door won't nobody even know that you did my eyebrows I won't tell nobody that this happened I'll just pretend I did it myself listen I rolled past there the other day and it took everything in me not to just sit in front of that place and wait for somebody to come check the mail, come check the door, something. Y'all, my eyebrows, my eyebrows, that's the only thing that I can't do myself in this time of need. Um. Anyway, random, I wanted a pair of new leggings. Don't ask me why. I, I guess I was just like cleaning up my room and I needed something comfortable to wear. And I, when I was going out, I was like, I don't want to wear jeans. I don't want to wear sweatpants. I don't want to do this. But I still want to look cute. So I'm like, okay, I can get me a pair of leggings. But here's the thing, I would have to go to Walmart, wait in a line outside (laughs) just to get in, then wait in a line. I'm not doing all of that for a pair of leggings. I'm not doing all of that for a pair of leggings. I had to make up my mind and say, sis, you don't need these leggings. You don't. (laughs) You really don't. So I didn't go to Walmart for that reason. Um, But yeah, once again, it's 2020. We are now in the month of April. It is no man's land outside. I never thought I would see a day like this. Schools are closed. I feel so bad for the seniors who have no proms or graduations. It is really like a really crazy time. Like you go out, everybody got on masks. Like I just I thought I would never I feel like I live live in a movie for real. Um, but yeah, it's crazy out there. But here's what's not crazy. Here, here's here's what we're all waiting on. What are you waiting on? I know what you're waiting on. That stimulus check. Yep, I know that's exactly what you're waiting on. Everybody this week is probably going to be buffering their bank app because they're going to be like, listen, something's not pending. Who do I need to call? How can I track my stimulus check? Listen, I didn't ask for it. Nor, I mean, for the people who need it. God bless you. I didn't need it either. But if you're offering, if you're giving, I mean, run me my stimulus check. Thank you, Mr. Trump. I appreciate it um but once again (laughs) give me your updates y'all let me know how y'all doing it's been a crazy time I don't have that much timeline rants going on right now um what can I talk about I did have two things. So the first thing is not really a rant because I'm not going to go into it, but the Clock Sisters movie did air yesterday and I was super excited about that. Um, Not going to do a review probably until like next week because y'all know when it comes to stuff like that, I got to like process, I got to sit down, I got to watch it a few times, I got to write notes. You know, I got to do all those things and considering how heavy that movie was, it's probably going to be in its own episode by itself. Like there's no way I can just stick a rant for 10 minutes, you know, you know it's probably just gonna be a whole episode so that'll be coming soon um but if you didn't watch it definitely watch it um it was on lifetime i'm pretty sure you can get in any other ways um just google it and you can figure it out <laughs> um what else um oh let me y'all oh, jesus so on my timeline this week a lot of people were talking about yaya mayweather if you don't know who she is she's the daughter of floyd mayweather who is a famous boxer and this little girl she's about what 18 19 to me she's a little girl and um she she looks about four years old actually because she's so small but anyway <laughs> um so she stabbed her boyfriend who is nba young boy i think that's his name he's a rapper stabbed his um baby mom and now she's about to serve some time. He bailed her out whatever, but now I'm assuming the girl lost her baby. So, she's going to be serving some time. And um that whole situation, I was reading a lot of um commentary. I was read I was listening to his live. Why was I on NBA Youngboys lives? I don't even freaking know, but I was on his live seeing how he was talking first of all between him and Kodak Black I needed a translator like this is a whole new era of language what are y'all talking about did y'all go to school where is elementary for y'all like who where did y'all go to school at? because I'm confused I don't speak but people just say oh they speak in Florida they speak no 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 no, baby mm-hmm you no know, baby, I have family in Florida. They're hard to understand, don't get me wrong. However, um, that was a whole nother language. But anyway, besides the ignorance, I was very concerned about her because it just felt like a very toxic relationship to be in at so at such a young age. And all I can think about is where's your daddy? Right? And then um when NBA Youngboy said what he said, if y'all don't know what I'm talking about, <clears throat> y'all gotta go on Instagram. And uh, look up that video because I'm not gonna repeat what he said about Floyd. But the minute he said it, I looked at y'all and I said, "You not, you, you're not gonna say nothing." He just, he just called Joe Daddy a, You no? Okay, because I would never, I would never. A. Carter would never listen. Would never. He said, "My daddy, a what again?" Um, nah, you would have got smacked, half sleep and all wig lifted and all. You would have got popped in the mouth. Okay, but anyway um that situation was very toxic and the whole time I was like listening and and reading the commentary and reading what happened and I'm just like she's too young for all of this like what is what is happening but besides where's your daddy I also was thinking what does your mother have to say about this I mean I mean I'm confused because he bailed her out the minute she walked out of that jail she was with him she wasn't with her daddy or with her mama and I'm like okay maybe it came to the point where they tried they they tried the best that they could they raised her they did whatever and she wants to do what she wants you know she wants to run ragged she wants to you know what I'm saying but all I can think of is I don't care how old she is she just stabbed somebody if if anybody's bailing her out number one it's gonna be me if she's coming home to anybody after she was just in jail it's gonna be me and I'm tearing her up I don't care if she's 27 I'm reeling in her behind for at least 30 minutes like at least because what is going I don't understand but I don't want to judge I don't know Floyd I already said I don't really like his character I don't know her mother but it's just I feel like you can say, oh, I tried to be the best father. I tried to be the best mother. I could and blah, 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 blah. But every time I see Floyd, he's talking about women. He's talking about boxing. He's talking about money. And I'm like, money can't you just because you took care of her financially and materialistic wise don't mean you sat there and told that girl how to how to pick a man or how to do this or how to do that. It just made me really sad because I'm like, it's no way you was a real parent to that girl the way she acted. Or she just got a case of her mama, her daddy, whoever she's taking it after, because she's she's out here wilding. But anyway, that's my little rant about that situation. Um, you'll get Clark sisters movie update, um, as soon as I watch it and um take my notes and all the good stuff. But first of all, y'all listen, y'all commentary on my facebook page i'm like everybody in the mama in the history of kojic in the history of non-denominational in the history of ame and the history of listen everything y'all always watching that movie and i was loving it i was absolutely loving it and i'm like man I need to watch this movie I need to do you know I have so many things going on so that's why I didn't watch it plus I liked reading the commentary because now when I go back and watch I'm like oh that's what she was talking about that's what she was talking about but y'all was like really really keeping me entertained it was really hilarious but um seriously make sure you go watch the movie make sure you watch the movie um and I'm going to give you my updates so don't listen to my next tea time when I do the update if you didn't watch the movie because I don't want to ruin it for everybody but once again thank you so much for those people Once again, thank you so much for those people who were um, and their commentary on social media because I was living for it for real. So let's get into the topic of the day. Y'all, okay, so the topic of the day is I'm tired of being essential. And I know what y'all thinking, y'all thinking like essential personnel, you know, hospital, got grocery stores, doctor's offices, those type of essential personnel right now during this season of COVID-19, right? Those people who have essential jobs, they have to get up and go to every single day. Now, however, even though I am considered an essential work, worker, I work at a doctor's office as a, a senior receptionist. So all the things that I do, preparing documents, calling patients, all that stuff is very essential to the to the needs of our office. Right. Um, and helps the flow of the office go, making sure every patient gets what they need. Right. OK, cool. However, before all of this COVID-19 and essential mess, non-essential situations started going down, my original topic of this tea time was going to be, I'm tired of being a leader. I wrote a status on my Facebook page a while ago. It pretty much said, it said, uh, sometimes you're the first to show up and the last to leave. You spend your hard on earned coins that you never get back. You're constantly trying to find new and creative ways to connect with those you're leading. And, um... I pretty much ended it with saying, nobody chooses this. It's something that you're called to. So when I wrote that status, I said, I got some things to say. I got some things to get off my chest, okay? Because as a leader, sometimes we're leading while we're broken. Sometimes we're leading while we're, you know... We are going through a lot of things. We are literally leading while broken. We're literally leading while, you know, just tired sometimes. We're leading while frustrated. Where, you know what I mean? So I'm like, I got some things to say. Not just to rant and talk about how I'm tired of being essential. I'm tired of being a leader. But to also encourage those who feel the same way that I do sometimes to also bring insight onto why we feel like this why we cuz some people are like okay you don't want to be a leader don't be one but it's not that easy you see it's not that easy because when you're called to something and you want to be obedient to your father and you want to please him it's not something that you can really choose to say no to it's almost like you know what let me let me not get to the end of this let me not get to the end of this i'm i'm jumping ahead already so before before i get into it for real before i get into it what I mean, I'm tired of being essential. So whether it's essential personnel nowadays or whether it's being a leader, what I really mean is I'm tired of being needed all the time. I'm tired of being asked questions all the time. I'm tired of being the one that has to know every little thing. The one has to be the point of contact for everybody. I'm tired of scheduling self-care days and time off when I just want to do nothing like everybody else. I'm tired of being a leader. I'm tired of being essential. That's what I mean because when when it comes to you being a leader you don't really you don't have that room to be like don't call me. You don't have that room to be like oh you don't got to tell me. like no like I'm the point of contact. Like you have to tell me. I need to know what's going on at all times. Who's going to ask the questions that people need answers to? You're going to come to me. You know, it's just and oh my god, when it comes to the self-care days and the time off, it's like I literally have to schedule it around the needs of my responsibilities because if I don't do this during this time it won't get done or if I don't go here at this time it won't get done so okay based off of this conference I have to plan and this meeting I have to run and this x y and z I have to do um maybe I can take my vacation around September 2nd through the 7th you know what I mean it's like well dang I can't just up and choose not to show up like tomorrow like I'm not coming I'm coming. We don't have that luxury of making that decision to say, oh, I'm not coming. We don't have that luxury of saying, oh, don't call me. Don't text me. No, like as a leader, you have to constantly be available. You have to constantly be there, even when you don't feel feel like it, even when you are like physically sick. Listen, there's been plenty of times I showed up places with cramps, with stomach aches, with ear aches, child, with migraines and No, I'm not sitting here saying, you know, ignore your body, but there's just so many things that leaders go through to the extreme just to please the people that they're serving. And honestly, even to please God, it's not even about, you know, pleasing the people in that way. It's really about being a good leader. Like I said, sometimes you are literally the first person to show up and the very last to leave. I've been there, done that all the time, and I can't stand it. I'm like, I came here 7 a.m. Why am I still here and it's 7 p.m. I'm gonna go home. Why am I still here? Why am I turning off the lights? Why am I making sure the air conditioner is turned off? Why am I folding all of this stuff? Why am I putting down tables? I was just here putting up the tables. Why am I washing the dishes? I'm the one who put the dishes on the the table. It's just like listen wherever you work in it's just like listen I'm I'm tired of being essential. I wanna be non essential for a day. I wanna be non essential and collect stimulus checks for a couple days. That's how I feel. That's how I feel. Don't get me wrong, it's very important to take your self care days when you absolutely need them. Trust me, there's been times where I'm just like, I can't, I literally physically, mentally cannot do this today. Like, I can't. There's one time, I'm gonna be real transparent right now. There was one time I was so exhausted. When I say exhausted, I mean exhausted. And this was around the season where I was really getting to putting a name to what I was feeling, which is anxiety, right? Um, I don't take medication right now. I talked to my primary doctor about it. That's pretty much like where I started and ended because of quarantine and all this other stuff came around. So I never got a chance to like meet up with the therapist, whatever. But anyway, there was a time where I was like super exhausted. I was dealing with heavy anxiety. But I, when I say I was exhausted, I mean physically exhausted. I had led worship that morning, Sunday morning. I mean, I mean, I led worship. I led every single song. And I was doing so much running around. I don't know if it was past his anniversary. It was something because after praise and worship, I had to talk, and then after, and then here, I'm. I don't know if I was raising offering. I was taking pictures. I was literally doing everything. So when I got time for second service, we had two services that day. When I got time for second service, and we sang. I don't even remember what the song was. I got up there, and I didn't know the words. Like they literally left my entire body, and I'm just like up there, like what is going on right now? Like at that point, nothing in me was there. Like I was completely disconnected from God. I was completely disconnected from myself. I didn't know the words. I didn't, I'm like, I probably knew the key. That's about it. I'm just sitting here like with the mic in my hand. Like, I don't know what's going on. I'm looking at everybody like, help me, please help me sing something. Cause I don't know what I'm doing. And I remember telling myself this, I will never let myself get to that point ever again. When you are a leader, It is very important to take your body, your mind, your spirit into consideration. If you ever get to a point where you are exhausted, I don't care what needs to be done. If you're not in the right headspace to fulfill that thing, if you're not in the right mental state, the right physical state to do that thing, you are literally going to kill yourself. Like mentally, physically, emotionally, you are literally dying. It's like dying a slow death. Like when you are that exhausted, it's very important for you to take Those things into consideration. You don't ever want to be in a position where you are literally like either about to pass out, you know. Oh, I forgot to eat. Trust me, I'm always forgetting to eat because you just be on the run. But listen, y'all, we got to take better care of ourselves. We definitely got to take better care of ourselves. But like I said, listen, being a leader, for those of you who desire to be a leader, if you are a young person who are listening to my podcast, or whether you're an older person, a millennial, middle age, whatever. If you desire to be a leader, I really, and I mean this in the non-clichéest way as possible. I I don't even know if that made sense, but I don't want to sound cliché, but you consult God for real because being a leader is not easy. It is not easy at all, but also brush up on your leadership. Take a class. Talk to somebody who you know is a leader that you admire, that you want to, you know, maybe Um, that you admire, that you want to Um, learn from somebody that you could learn from somebody that, you know, is very effective in their leadership, you didn't want to know the strategies and the things that they did to become such a great leader, do those things. Um, If you feel that call, if you feel that pull, that it's something that I can't run from, I can't say no, I don't know why God has me here. Listen, there's going to be that thorn in your side, there's going to be that thing that you literally cannot run from because there's some things that you are put on this earth to specifically do. There's nobody in this world that can do what God set you here to do your name is Tatiana your name is Darius your name is John your name is is Paul whoever you are nobody can fulfill Paul's purpose but Paul I specifically sent you here to do this nobody else can fulfill that calling and you want to know how I know you want to know how I know it's resurrection Sunday so you know I had to somehow add this in here right Who are we to say no when Jesus's death was the ultimate essential sacrifice? The ultimate essential sacrifice. Now, when you look up the word essential, it means absolutely necessary, which means his death was absolutely necessary necessary. No one else can take his place. It was his blood that needed to shed. It was his obedience to his father that drew him to that cross. Nobody else could fulfill what Jesus came to fill. Literally, if God, Jesus went back to his father three times before he had to get on the cross and pretty much said God, my flesh is so weak. Are you sure I have to do this? There's no other way I can die. Like, you can't just give me a hardest. No, you you need to shed blood you need to be crucified you need to carry that cross on your back you need to carry the sins of the world on your back everything from the top from the from him carrying a cross to him being pierced by his side was purposeful everything and the crazy thing about it is nobody else could do it. But Jesus, nobody else's blood was pure enough to be shed to cleanse us. And every time I think about him being that essential person that he was, I think about everything that God has called me to do and me to be. And I'm just like, yo, God, I am the essential personnel in this situation. If I don't do it, nobody else will. If I don't do it, nothing will be done. And it's not a matter of, oh, I can't trust the people I'm delegating to. I can't trust my team. No, literally, when you are doing something that you specifically know God has brought you to there is nobody else in this world I'm telling you nobody else in this world that can fulfill the essential calling that God put in your life nobody else nobody else there's nobody else there's some things that God puts in you specifically that he says I need you to do this and it may seem real real small to you But you are the essential personnel in some capacity, whether it's your family to be saved, whether it's mentorship, if you are mentoring mentoring young boys, mentoring young girls, whether it's uh, you being a teacher in a specific urban community, whether you are a policeman out here handing out masks, I don't care what you are doing, you are essential personnel for such a time as this. And all I can say is who, like, who am I to say no? Yes. I already told y'all I'm tired of being essential. I'm tired of y'all asking me questions all the time. I'm tired of being the leader. I'm tired of scheduling my self-care days. I'm tired. So is Jesus. But listen, who am I? Who am I to say no when Jesus didn't even say no? I don't think I don't think God has a problem with us running back to him all the time. I already told y'all if y'all read your Bible, you will see he didn't go back one time. He didn't isolate himself one time or two times. It was three whole times. Jesus was like all right I'm praying because the time is near and this flesh right here is real weak but my spirit is willing I want your will to be done not my will right I want to be used by you if this is the only way then this is the only way right then it's time okay all I can think about is when I'm saying no to my calling, when I'm saying no to being a leader, when I'm saying no to it, may even be the smallest thing. God told me to pay for somebody's groceries. When I'm saying no, I have then failed as essential personnel in the body of Christ. I have then failed as essential personnel in that situation that I was supposed to be in, that person that I was supposed to bless, that person that I was supposed to talk to. I've literally then failed at being essential, at, at being absolutely necessary. And so many people are trying to find their purpose. They're trying to find, you know, what it is uh, God wants them to do with their life. It's that thing that you constantly keep saying, I can't do. It's that thing that you constantly keep feeling like, okay, I feel like God want me to do this, but I don't really know. Let me tell y'all, sis, don't, I mean, I love my podcast. Don't get me wrong. I love my show. Don't get me wrong. But there are some days I don't even want to do this. I don't. I don't, but then every time I think of a topic, I think of something that God wants me to talk about. I'm like, God, why, why me? Why such a time as this? Why tea time? Why is it called tea time? Why? Like, I literally think about all those things. I think about the sorority that I joined. I think about the young adults that I'm over at my church. I think about, you know, the fact that I'm going into real estate. I mean, I literally think about all these things and I'm like, yo, God, you are about to bring me and put me in these places that I've never been before. I'm about to meet people that I've never met before. I'm reconnecting with people that i've you know haven't met and haven't talked to in forever and i'm just like yo god what are you about to do what are you doing why am i the essential person and why do you have me in this specific arena and it may be you you may sell life insurance you may you may sell i don't freaking know lip gloss i don't know you may sell anything but you are absolutely necessary and that's what i want to talk to you guys about today you are i know you tired you're <laughs> tired we're all tired of being essential. We're all tired of being absolutely necessary and absolutely needed. We're tired. I understand. But today I want you to re- reflect on the death that was absolutely essential, that was absolutely necessary in saving you, the death that was absolutely essential in cleansing you from your sins, the death that was absolutely necessary for you to come to this earth and accomplish everything that God told you and that you would accomplish. the The only blood that can be shed. The only blood that has power. I want you to think about that today. Who was the ultimate essential personnel in in healing our land? Who was the ultimate essential personnel in revealing my purpose to me, to letting the kingdom be seen? Everything that has been done on earth to be done, excuse me, everything that's been done in heaven to be done on earth. Who is more essential than Jesus? Who was more essential than God? Like, seriously, I want y'all to reflect on that today. I know it took a, a big spin. Y'all was like, "Whoa!" I wasn't really ready for that. Even, even when I was writing up this episode and I got to the end, I said, okay, God, this is why you wanted me to talk about this. It had nothing to do with, you know, me ranting about me not wanting to be essential, me tired of being at work, me tired of being a leader. Yo, I mean, Listen. <laughs> Y'all, I literally, when I was reading this, I said, well, maybe this is why because, you know, I've had so many things I have had so many things going on. Y'all was supposed to get this episode like a whole week and a half ago, but I had so many things going on me. Like I said, me being a central person, I still had to clock into work. I started to work eight hours. I have class Mondays and Wednesdays for four hours. I still have MIT class work to do. Like I'm, I have so many responsibilities and things in my hand. I'm just like, yo, what tea time, what's going on? I said, listen, I'm tired of being essential. That's going to be, that's going to be the episode. But then when I'm writing this out, I'm just like, yo, God, this is crazy. Like, maybe this is why you had me wait to this episode to release on Easter Sunday. Because you want the world to know, I know that you're tired of being essential. I know that you're tired of being absolutely needed and absolutely necessary. But at the end of the day, you wouldn't be essential personnel if I didn't fulfill my purpose as essential personnel, You wouldn't be absolutely necessary if the death that I had to die wasn't absolutely necessary to do what I came to do. You just wouldn't. You wouldn't be who you are. You wouldn't be called to do whatever I called you to do. You wouldn't. It was his blood that needed to be shed. Nobody else's. And ultimately, it was his obedience. And this is the part that really gets me. It was his obedience to his father that drew him to the cross. Listen, even Jesus had a choice. And that's what some people don't realize. Like, oh, he got on this cross. He, his father, blah, 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 blah. I mean, like, he was real, like, him and his father was one. Like, th- there's no other person that can do this. I got to die. Like, I can't say no. Like, let's do this. And I mean, that's what I have, that's what, what I want y'all to think about. And what I even think about every time I say this to myself, every time I say I'm tired of being essential, I'm tired of being a leader, I'm tired of you calling me, I'm tired of you texting me, leave me alone, what do you want? I'm literally always thinking like, okay, it was his obedience. It was his obedience. It was his obedience that drew him to the cross because of the relationship he had with his father. He knew that nobody else in this world could die. He knew that his blood was the only blood that became, that, that can be shed for the remission of sins. There's nothing else in this world that could have been done for us to be saved, for us to be healed, for us to be delivered, for us to be set free, but the blood of Jesus. So y'all, I really hope y'all, enjoyed this episode it's literally been a mouthful like it's late (laughs) I'm drinking water I just wanted to make sure I got this episode out to y'all because when I finally realized why this episode needed to be talked about what I needed to say I'm just like okay I gotta get this out I gotta let my people know that it's okay it's cool like I know you're tired We all tired. It's a story of everybody's life, but you are graced for this. You are literally graced for this. God has graced you to walk the path that he has. Listen, he gave the shoes that you're wearing. He put them on your feet. Okay. He's graced you to walk down the path that he, that he paid for you literally he's graced you to do this i love y'all so much man listen so many updates that i missed besides you know me looking crazy i already mentioned i'm still in my t class i'm taking on real estate i'll talk i'll talk more about that in my next episode but at the end of the day i want y'all to enjoy y'all day have a great resurrection weekend um continue to stay safe continue to wash your hands continue to stay quarantined listen every time you stay in the house you are saving your life um I know now we can't go outside without masks on so make sure you get a mask hit up anybody go on Facebook if you don't have one there's so many people that are making them you know be creative during the season um whether if this is a season of you being productive whether this is a season of you chilling listen nobody is doing quarantine wrong at this point nobody's doing quarantine wrong people have been waiting for this time to chill spend time with their spouses their children clean their house get their life in order there's some other people who have been waiting to have this time to write their books to write their business plan to save their money whether you are a or whether you are a z do what you do do what god has called you to do you are doing it i love y'all i see what y'all doing make sure y'all follow tea time with tatiana on instagram at tatiana samaria on facebook i'll make sure to constantly post my updates share this episode with your friends and family y'all for real share it share it share it for somebody who needs to hear this message if they're tired of being essential tell them that this is the word of encouragement that they need y'all for real i love y'all so much i would try my best to be back next week um we'll we'll do the clark sisters movie we'll talk about a whole bunch of other stuff if there's a topic you want me to talk about oh you my dms is always open okay dm your girl let me know (laughs) i love y'all so much peace out